CEOs, welcome back to the CEO Wing Woman podcast. I'm your host, Christy Bowie, and you guys, today I'm like a shaking as we're talking. I don't know if it's because I've just injected myself, ingested so much coffee, or if it's because I'm a little anxious about today's episode because we are diving into all of the numbers and the finances of my business today. We are getting so real. I am sitting here with my QuickBooks and I'm going to give you line by line what I am making from my business because I felt like it's just right to be transparent. I really think that money conversation should be so normal, but obviously it's not. I feel on display here, which I think is how a lot of my clients feel talking to me. So I think it's only fair that I put myself in the hot seat. So without further ado, today we are going to be talking about my personal business financial goals, what has happened this past year, and really what has happened since I started my business. So Oh, I'm going to take a deep breath because I oh, just ranted all of that. Now, for some context, for those of you who may not have been listening to the podcast or know me very well, I started my business in about May of 2021. So we've been in business for about a year and a half now. And truly, I feel like we've only had one busy season. So for my industry, we're really busy. Probably I would say from December to May, at least the way I operate. So I really left my old job at the tail end of that. So there's really only been one spike in our income and you'll kind of see what I'm talking about. But just for context, that is kind of where we are. For context of my goals, I over the past few months, I've been really reevaluating where I want to be. And my goal is to build within the next three to four months, a half million dollar business with a 40% profit margin. So being able to take home about 200,000, which I feel like in the next three to four years, four to five, I think I even said to give myself some leeway is really our goal. And Honestly, the, the path we're on, it's more than doable, but I am very much the kind of person that will push myself to reach goals and almost make myself unhappy to get there. So I didn't want to be unrealistic. Now, when I was first setting my goals and I do list my, out my goals um, in my ClickUp, which is my project management tool, and I have a task each quarter to check in on them. And when I was looking at the goals I had initially set for myself this year, they were honestly unrealistic. And I think I like could have done it, I guess. I don't want to say unrealistic, but unrealistic for the type of business I wanted to build, which was a business that was conducive to my personal life and living, you know, the work-life balance, I guess, that I wanted to live. And I really thought this year was going to be all about pushing and getting new clients. And I have had so much personally pop up throughout this year where I said, I just want to take my foot off the gas and not run at a thousand miles an hour this year that I then had to really reevaluate my goals. And I'm telling you guys all this because I think that's completely normal. And I don't want you to feel sad or ashamed when you're looking at the goals that you set for yourself if you didn't reach them, because it may have just been not that you didn't reach them, that you were reevaluating what your goals were for the year. And so I share all of that to say, if you are in this place where you're towards the end of the year and you're like, wow, I'm really not going to make what I thought I was going to this year, you're probably okay. There's probably an explanation. And the way that I like to look at finances is not, did I meet the goal or not? 
period, I should be sad or happy. I like to look at it as, hey, here's what I expected or thought or wanted. If I did or didn't meet that, why or why not? Right? It's understanding the reasoning behind the numbers. And I can look at this and say, well, I didn't meet what I initially thought was my goal. I actually went back and reevaluated because I said, no, we need to reevaluate these goals to be something that I think will work instead of sitting here not meeting the goals. And I went back and I said, well, why or why not did we make or not make this? And it ended up being, well, because I actually didn't, I didn't have the capacity in my business at the time, mentally and personally wise to do so. So interestingly enough, since I reevaluated my goals, our Q3 projection was basically spot on. So again, now I do have more understanding into what my business looks like, what my capacity is to take on new clients and how that is going to be improving. So now I'm sitting here looking at my numbers and we're about to walk you through month by month what we are looking at financially. I am right now recording this at the very end of September. So we don't have all of Q3 closed out, but I pretty much know what it's going to look like, at least revenue wise. So just for context, when we are talking about this, if you are not listening to it live or you aren't really sure what the dates for this are, I did share yet. Yeah, we started in May last year. So really this was our full first full calendar year. Now in January, it is important to note, I was doing some contract income or some contract work for another firm because I was in the place where I had invested so much into my business that I really needed to start being able to make some more money. And it was a great opportunity for me to learn, for me to just make a little extra money during tax season. So during the month of January, I brought in $9,135. Now, after we brought all of that in, we ended up having a profit, you guys, welcome to business, of negative $2,287. And I paid myself $0 that month. And if this isn't the explanation of business, it just is. So what happened for me in January? First off, I have pretty high client software expenses. I use a lot of softwares for my client on their behalf and for me to do some analysis. So in an average month, that is between, depending on the month and if I have tax returns that month, this expense can be anywhere from $400 to $2,000. So big expenses on my client software. In addition, I had some legal and professional services. I had about $4,000 in legal fees because I was um, updating contracts, things like that, which I do think it's important to note a lot of what I have expenses right now and a lot of what you guys are probably feeling if you are in years one, two, maybe even a big growth year, not necessarily an early year, is these one-time expenses to fuel growth and fuel the future of your business. And that's a lot of what I've had this year. So I just want to point out that those aren't necessarily bad things. I don't look at this as, oh, I didn't make money. I look at it as I spent a lot of money this month towards the future growth of my firm. And for me, I am focused on more growth than profit for the next few years. And I think that's completely okay to say you're in a space to do that, especially Fully transparently, I am someone who did not need to be pulling money out of my business. Personally, I had enough in my savings. I think that if I was in a place where I needed to rely on the business for income, my strategy would be to be more conservative with my expenses, 
grow at a slower rate, but be able to take money out to pay me. So again, a lot of this depends on where you are personally and do you need your business to be paying you at this time? So I had about $4,000 in legal fees. And then here's the kicker. I had about $6,000 in training and education. So I did some training programs. I went to a conference. I had a coach. All of these things that really just added up. Again, these were things that I view as an investment in the future of my business. And what's so cool is as we go throughout the months, you will start to see the benefit of me doing all of these things. So January, we actually had a profit margin of negative 25%. So welcome to business. These are things that happen. Let's move into February. In February, we brought in $10,037 and we had profits of 2,650. You guys, we were positive this month. And again, I did not pay myself because I was in a place where I didn't necessarily need to. And I preferred to use that money to fuel the business. And I really wanted to build up a cash surplus in the business because I knew I was going to be making big big moves and expensive moves this year, especially hiring people, which is a phase that sometimes you do go negative for a little bit. So I wanted to really build up the cash in my business to allow me to make big investments in the future. Now, what were my big expenses in February? Again, I had a significant amount of legal expenses. I think I may have filed my trademark this month or one of the few months. So again, something that's going to be one time that I'm really investing to in my business and that's something, you know, it's going to be worth me having. So we are getting a trademark for it, the podcast, which is so exciting. And that was a big expense then. And then again, I had about $2,500 in training and education. A majority of that was to my coach. And then miscellaneous trainings and classes. I do tend to do a lot of very technical tax trainings for my clients. Or if there's something I don't know, I'm going to go buy a training and I'm going to learn it. So this is going to be a pattern that training and education is just expensive for me. And again, I view that as a return in my business. I am going to serve my clients better and then I'm going to get referrals and then I'm going to make more money and eventually it will lead to more profit. So my perspective on business right now is growing and then we're going to work on the margins. So in February, our profit margin was 26%. So much better. We're not where we need to be yet. So let's look at what we did in March. In March, March is a little like blip in the year for me because I will occasionally take one-off tax returns for like family and friends. And we generally get paid for those in March, maybe April. So March, I feel like is just higher than the other months for those one-time income items. I don't look at it as a huge pattern because what I like to view my business income is it builds on each other. So In theory, I would like to add on, you know, a new $1,000 client each month. So we go from, you know, 10,000, 11,000, 12,000, and it continually goes up. March went up for a bunch of one-time clients, and then we went back down in April. So just a little information. In March, we made a 14,134,000. I had massive client expenses in March because I did file tax returns. And so I had to pay for all that software, all the processing, really everything that comes with that. That was about $2,500. So yeah, the income looks great. Also, the expenses are a lot. And 
as you grow your business, that's something you're just going to have to learn and see that good income is great and big expenses will generally accompany that. So, you know, just something you learn. I did some advertising. I am not exactly sure what right now. I wish I had broken these down more for myself, but I had about $500 in advertising expenses. I did again have just some rollover expenses, about $1,000 more in legal fees. I think that was a contract for my contractor, I believe. And then another couple hundred in office software, supplies, expenses, and then another $2,200 in training and education. I did pay myself, which is really exciting. I paid myself $1,000. So, you know, I just like to get into the habit of having that feeling of getting a regular payroll, making sure that I emotionally feel that I'm being paid for my hard work. I think as business owners, sometimes you just have to run that payroll, even if it's like $100 for the mental, like, knowing of I'm not doing all of this for nothing. So just like I tell you guys, I do try to get into the habit of paying myself. And after I paid myself, so this was after that $1,000 expense, we had a 47% profit margin, which is really, really great. Like I mentioned earlier, this would be my goal to be at or above 40. However, that includes having employees. So I'm not quite where I need to be yet because I'm still doing the majority of the work and this is our margin. I want to have enough wiggle room in this margin to actually be able to pay somebody to take over a lot of the work. So we are improving. And even though I had some one-time expenses, it wasn't as much there. And you can see that our profit margin is normalizing a little bit. Now in April, like I mentioned here, March was kind of artificially high because of a lot of tax work. Now we're going back to our normalcy where we went down to $11,088. Again, I had a lot of client software expense because we were filing a lot of tax returns, a little over a thousand there. And then I also had, oh, I brought on my podcast team. So I had a lot of expenses there for my podcast production because I decided I no longer wanted to do that. And so we paid about $1,500 through between the podcast and other advertising that month. I kind of group the podcast as like a marketing because when you guys are listening to me and it builds awareness. So I like to group that together. And then it looks like we didn't really have any other big expenses. Oh, yes, we did. We had another $2,000 for training and education. And then it looks like I also went to a conference or bought a conference ticket. So that was another $1,000. So overall for training and education, it was over $3,100 that month. But we did pay ourselves again. Again, only $1,000 because like I mentioned, I know I had really expensive things for the second half of the year and I wanted to build up that cash reserve, but we paid ourselves $1,000. And after all of that was said and done, we had profit. Oh, I'm getting off on my month. Here we go. I don't know if I said this right. In March, we had profit of 6,671, which was 47%. You can hear me clicking. In April, we had profit of 3,471. And this is after paying myself, which was 32%. So again, we're, we're improving, but we still have a little work to do. In May, 
we had income of 10,293. Kind of like I mentioned, March and April are a little bit higher for me. And then we went back down in May. It's not normally what I would like to see. I would like to sign ongoing clients that are going to continue and improve our revenue throughout the year. But something very interesting I noticed was I didn't sign a new ongoing client from, I think, March through June, which was very obvious that I was taking off time from promoting my business when I was so busy in the thick of it during tax season. So I was kind of facing the results of that. And that was important for me to see because now I know that more than ever, it's important for me to have support. And even though I can do all the work alone, I cannot do the work alone and grow the business. So this was really important for me to see that a couple months after I was taking time off from promoting my business, our sales slowed down. So big, important trend for me to notice. These are the things that I want you to be able to pull out of your business too and see, oh, what, you know, what do I actually get an ROI on and what do I not? I know now that I'm definitely going to get an ROI on having teams support me so that I have more time to work on the business development and growth. Are we back on May? I think we're back on May. This spreadsheet is, I should have done a better organization, but I just popped it up. So we brought in 10293 and our profit was, after paying myself, so it's important, 1378 So again, we look at these numbers and you're like, oh my gosh, bring in 10000 That's great. It was fine. <laughs> it was not where we wanted, but again, still understanding that we're in the first two years. So this is what's gonna happen. We're investing in a lot of growth right now. And the other thing that's important is I fully acknowledge that at any time, I really could have cut off a lot of the expenses related to growth and paid myself a lot more, had a lot better margins. So I am making the deliberate decision to focus on growth and investing in our future. So just some things that you can make intentional decisions on. So our client software expense, again, was about $1,000. I did have advertising and marketing expenses of another 1000 there. I think a lot of that was, again, for the podcast production. Oh, I had to pay my insurance, which is about 1000 for the year. So I had to pay that in May. I renewed a software subscription, which was another $1,500. It's like one of my big tax planning software. So very important to me. But higher expenses that month. And then again, another $2,000 in training and education. I believe that was my coach. And then we had operating income. So before I paid myself of 3,597 and I did increase my pay to $1,000 twice a month. So we paid ourselves $2,000 this month. And after that, our profit was 1,378, which was a 13% margin. So, um, this month, I think I started to sit down and say, you know what? I love investing in growth. I think it's really, really important, but I also think it's ridiculous that I'm bringing in $10,000 and only paying myself $2,000 and still only having $1,000 left. Like, I really think there should be closer to five, six, seven thousand dollars $7,000 available to pay me. And if I don't need to take that, that's great. But I started saying, okay, Christy, maybe you're being a little aggressive with the growth, with the training and education, with all of that. So I started to say, you know, we're going to pull back a little bit on the conferences, the training, the coaching, and you will start to see that in the month of June. The month of June, I 
definitely slowed down for the summer personally. So I think that's important to note, but we brought in 10,815. We had client software expenses of about 800. And then I had advertising and marketing expenses of 2,600 this month. I'm not entirely sure what we did that month that was so expensive, but some sort of advertising. So that's great. I did get a contractor. So I paid a couple hundred dollars to a contractor this month, which was something I knew I was going to need to do. So I had started building up cash reserves. I had a big software expense renewal, just like in the last month. So I spent about $2,000 in software. Then I actually had someone come in and help build out my operations, which was a really important thing that I needed. I had known I was going to save money to do. Another one-time expense, but you guys, one-time expenses are kind of just become a habit. And so we can't always just write them off as one-time expenses. So another $1,000 for that. I did end up having income before paying myself of a little over $4,000, paid myself again $2,000 and left over. We had just under $2,000 of net income, which is 17%. So we are improving. And I feel like the intentional decisions I made to slow down a little bit on the growth investments in training, but pick up on contractor and team were really important that month. So then we go to July. July, I was actually out of pocket for most of the month. I was in Europe for about three-ish weeks in like the end of July to August. So I think that's really important to note that that was not a big growth month for me in the business because I wasn't pushing it, but I actually did have the majority of my new inquiries. I mentioned I didn't have a ton of new clients signing on the first half of the year. July and August were wild busy for me in terms of inquiries and leads. So something that I am now going to be thinking about going into next year. So July, we brought in $10,525, had another $1,000 in client software expenses, had about $1,300 in advertising and marketing. Again, I think most of that is the podcast. And then I had another $500. I believe this was more investments in the team that was helping me build out my operations. But that was actually a very expense light month. You saw the decision I made in June and I said, okay, that's enough. I want to actually start paying myself a little more. I want to take home more money. So Before paying myself, we actually profited $7,000 that month. And I said, that's more like it. I think I need to start balancing the growth and paying myself, which I think is a place a lot of business owners get to. I did pay myself $2,000. And after that, we were left with about $5,000 to spare that month after paying me. Profit margins here, 46%. And I said, yes, we are getting there. We are getting somewhere. And... Now that this margin is over 40% and it continues to go up, I have the cash to pay somebody and we can still bring that margin down because we're paying somebody, but I've prepared for it. In August, August was a massive month for us. We onboarded four new clients, which I have never in my life done four before. It was wild. So in August, we brought in about $14,000. Client software expenses, we had only about 600 that month because we weren't filing tax returns. Advertising and marketing was about a thousand. And then I had another thousand in training and education. 
because I'm me and can never say no to training and education, but I have been intentionally really reducing expenses and you can see the result of that because our profit before paying myself was 9,886 this month. So that decision I made in about June to slow down a little bit on the expenses and be able to take a little bit more home really, really paid off. So again, I only paid myself 2000 and I did end up increasing that, but I just didn't think about it at the time. So I only paid myself 2000. And then after that, we had $7,700, which is a 55% profit margin. And at this point, I said, Christy, you have the money to do the growth, to pay the people, to do the things you want to. You've saved up money and you've built up your profit margin. So that's when we started looking for a employee to come into our business. So I will share a little bit more on that later. But after filing my August numbers, after completing my August numbers and looking at that, I said, okay, if I plugged in two to $3,000 in here for an employee, do I have the room? And I decided, yes, if I plugged in about $3,000 for an employee, ooh, I just put in 30. I'm trying to get the number for you guys. If I plugged in about $3,000 here, I would still have a 35% profit margin and about $5,000 to take home. So I said, yes, this is perfect. That profit margin will drop down. But I also know that with a team supporting me, I can continue on business development and grow the top line. So over time, the margin will go back up. So that's the decision I made. We do have a new team member starting in mid-October. So I'm really excited to update you guys on that. And you've really seen the end of August. September is not officially done yet, so we don't have full numbers. But in September, our revenue was about 16835 So you can see we onboarded clients since the 4 in August. We've had, I believe, two in September. We have one, two, two teed up for October, just waiting on the contract for one of them. One lined up for November already. And then we're probably going to take, depending on how fast we get our new team member on board in, maybe three for the rest of the year. So this is incredible growth. And I just wanted to share with you guys the true numbers of what I'm doing, what I'm talking about, why I absolutely understand what you're going through when you want to have money to make growth, but also have to pay yourself. And I just wanted to be really transparent about my numbers. So now I feel like I've been babbling for a really, really long time. But I think this was a really important conversation for us to have today because I work with clients all the time who feel like they have to be vulnerable to me. And I wanted to put myself in a vulnerable position for you guys and tell you I understand what you're going through. Not only am I you know, a numbers expert by education, I'm also going through it as well and making the same strategic decisions you are and understanding where I can afford to grow and invest money and where I need to say, never mind, I need to take it home. And how our profit margins have gone from negative 20% at the beginning of the year to um, what was this without the, to 55% in August. So how we've made that growth and increase and how that was intentional and how this exact same thing can happen to you. So with that, I think that's really the end of our episode. If you guys have questions for me, if you want to share what you thought about this or ask my opinion on something going on in your business, please reach out to me. The best way is on my Instagram where my handle is at 
It's Christy Bowie, B-O-W-I-E. But other than that, I really hope to hear from you guys and let me know what you thought of this episode. We are going to start doing solo episodes a little bit more. And for the remainder of the year, we will have a series on what you should be doing to take home more of your money in 2024. So the year end planning things we need to be doing, whether that's tax planning, reanalyzing our margins, all of that. So stay tuned and be sure to come back every few weeks for that. So with that, that is all we have for today. Thank you guys so much. And to our CEOs, we'll see you next week.